This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. City Council leaders call on Mayor Adams to open more migrant reticketing centers. It's Monday, January 29th, and this is your New York Daily News. Monday's forecast calls for winds up to 19 miles per hour in New York City, with a high near 42 and a low near 31. Before today's top story, the massive proposed 145 Harlem Residential Development Project, stuck in limbo for years amid controversy and community pushback, is showing signs of life. On the political front, new local council member Yusuf Salam took office at the start of the year. His predecessor effectively stopped the project, but Salam has indicated that he supports housing being built on the site. At the same time, renewed efforts in Albany to replace a construction tax break mean financing 145 could soon be feasible. Mayor Eric Adams' campaign hasn't yet returned tens of thousands of dollars in donations connected to criminally indicted ex-Buildings Department boss Eric Ulrich, even though a lawyer for the campaign said four months ago that the contributions were in the process of being refunded. Ulrich, Adams' first Buildings Commissioner, was charged by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office in mid-September 2023 in five separate indictments, alleging he accepted $150,000 in bribes from six co-defendants. In exchange, prosecutors allege Altrich used his government powers to secure favors for his co-defendants like expedited health inspections and city agency jobs. And after receiving disturbing threats from anti-migrant groups and a letter in opposition from local elected officials, ANYC Church is backing down from plans to house migrants. St. John's Episcopal Church in Staten Island has canceled plans to convert some of its space into a shelter for asylum seekers, the church's priest said in a statement. It's not the first time Staten Island has seen a migrant shelter called off. The borough's elected officials have gone after several migrant shelters in the past year, rallying crowds of outraged neighbors. This time, it's coming as political tensions heat up as the 2024 presidential campaign is underway. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Two city council leaders called on Mayor Adams' administration Friday to open up more migrant reticketing centers amid concern over newly arrived asylum seekers sleeping outside the city's only such site due to overcrowding. Adult migrants who still need shelter after being told to leave due to the mayor's 30-day restriction are directed to reapply for a bed at the existing reticketing center, which operates out of the old St. Bridget School in the East Village. But due to a large demand for beds, some migrants have ended up sleeping outside the center while in line. And Council Speaker Adrian Adams and Councilwoman Carlina Rivera, who chairs the Cultural Affairs Committee, sent a letter to the Adams administration Friday demanding it open multiple new reticketing sites. The city can ensure people do not stand online in the cold without access to even basic facilities like bathrooms. 
Currently, having one reticketing center has not only led to physical capacity concerns, it has created a burden on the adjacent local community and its public spaces, Rivera and the Speaker wrote in the letter, which was addressed to Emergency Management Commissioner Zach Iskall and obtained by the Daily News. Rivera, whose district includes St. Bridget, said LES Ready, a nonprofit, has identified four potential sites across the East Village and the Lower East Side that could be turned into reticketing centers pending the city's approval. She and the speaker said there should ideally be at least one reticketing site in every borough, though. A city hall spokesperson said in a statement the administration looks forward to reviewing the letter. The shelter stay policy restricts single adult migrants to 30 consecutive days before they must reapply. The mayor has also placed migrant families with children on a 60-day shelter limit. A growing chorus of local Democratic elected officials and advocates have blasted the shelter restrictions, saying they are inhumane and threaten to work worsened street homelessness in the city. Earlier this month, the news spotted more than 1,000 migrants lining up in front of the St. Bridget School site to reapply for shelter. The mayor has countered that the restrictions are needed to ensure their shelter capacity as thousands of migrants continue to arrive in the city every month. City Hall says more than 50% of migrants who are removed from their shelter assignments do not reapply for beds, though it hasn't provided data on where exactly those individuals go. There are still nearly 70,000 mostly Latin American migrants sleeping in city shelters every night, according to Adams' office. The city has spent more than $3 billion to date on housing and services for migrants since the influx first started in spring 2022. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.